A lot of people suffer in silence and they don't. This is Serenity Now, holistic approaches to health and happiness, presented by Serenity Now Massage Therapy in Cornelius. In order to make changes, you kind of have to accept your current state. Really because in 2010, I was a rape survivor and I have worked through all of those things. Helping you overcome adversity and achieve holistic healing to live your best life. Mind, body, spirit approach to health and happiness. Here's Danielle Ratliff. I'm your host, Danielle Ratliff, and you're listening to Serenity Now, Holistic Approaches to Health and Happiness, sponsored by Serenity Now Massage Therapy in Cornelius, where you can get a great massage and find Serenity Now. So if you're struggling with chronic pain and stress, text the word massage to 56274 to receive $10 off your first massage, and then book your Serenity session online at Serenity Now Cornelius. Cornelius.com. Again, just text the word massage to 56274 to receive $10 off your first massage. Also, we're currently hiring neuromuscular certified massage therapists to join our Serenity team. So if you're a licensed massage therapist with neuromuscular certification, excellent deep tissue skills, and a caring positive attitude, visit serenitynowcornelius.com forward slash careers to learn more and submit your job application. So today, I'm excited to interview Michelle Simmons. She is a mental health advocate and leader of a women's support group based out of Mooresville. And she and I met a few months ago in the lobby of our chiropractor's office, and we just kind of hit it off right away because we have similar missions and similar stories. Um, so I'm just going to turn it over to you, let you introduce yourself and share your backstory, girl. Okay. Well, I'm Michelle. Um, so my backstory is I was bullied in eighth grade. Um, as a lot of people start off. Um, It was really hard. I took it very personal, uh, and I carried that with me my entire life. Felt very unworthy, very unsafe. I looked for love in all the wrong places. You know, thought I was just meant nothing to anybody, even though my parents would say, hey, we love you so much, and it wasn't enough. Um, So my anxiety was so bad. I had panic attacks often. Um, and attempted suicide many times just um, to try and get out of it. And, um, it, you know, it got better as time went on, but it was really never truly fantastic until I sat in a therapy office and, like, unloaded all my baggage and said, what is wrong with me? Um, I had postpartum depression, um, which nobody wants that when they first have a baby. They want to enjoy the moments, not be feeling depressed and whatnot. Um, so then I had a mental breakdown in April um, that nearly put me in the hospital. And I was on and off all kinds of medicines and had to withdraw from Xanax and all this mess. And when I was in therapy, um, I said, okay, so, yeah, I'm getting better and I want to start a support group because mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Nobody was there that understood me, mm-hmm. that understood what I was going through. My husband's fantastic and he knew and he supported, but it was different coming from your loved one. Right. Because so. in your mind, your loved ones, that's just what they do. Yeah. And you know, I, I've kind of grew up, I wasn't bullied, but, you know, similar story with anxiety, depression as a child. And it wasn't for lack of love from family. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's something deep inside that sometimes gets buried. Mm-hmm. And it's only through doing the work, doing the therapy, doing counseling, mm-hmm. 
that you can really get to the root cause of some of the stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. You really don't know what's there until they ask the questions and you're like, well, I'm going to cry my eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to cry. Exactly. That's part of the healing process. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's so cool that, you know, you are open with your story because mm-hmm. I think there is still a lot of stigma around mental Absolutely. illness, around uh, especially postpartum depression, because mm-hmm. like you said, um, you know, when you have that new baby, it's supposed to be all, you know, happy and grand and oh, yeah. this great new adventure. And that's not always the case. And I think it impacts more new moms than what people realize or what the statistics show. Because right. in my opinion, the statistics are are just the reported cases. So mm-hmm. what about the people in the shadows who are dealing with all this by themselves and not seeking the help, not mm-hmm. seeking the treatment? Or afraid to say yeah something's wrong right know. afraid to mm-hmm. come out and say that I'm not doing so well right right now um, you know so you said the the breakdown mm-hmm. happened in April mm-hmm. we're in February now mm-hmm. so um, what was it that I mean I know that it's because you hit kind of that that valley and that low mm-hmm. point that mm-hmm. made you make the changes um, was there something that really helped you kind of rise above that, like, and keep the mm-hmm. anxiety in check? Like, what what is helping you today do what, that? What's helping today with anxiety mm-hmm. is um, <laughs> self-care. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because before I sat in therapy, she was like, what are you doing for self-care? I'm like, nothing. Yeah. My daughter had health needs, and my mind was research. My mind was fighting with doctors. My mind was on my daughter and me, eh, who cares? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, self-care. So not, not putting yourself first before is probably oh, yeah, that part of what led. So much stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, must take my supplements because I know those help me. I need to, uh, I love to go to church and just get that pouring into because I can't pour out to others if I'm not being poured into. And, mm-hmm. you know, the hot bath with the bath bomb, you know, yeah, all that fancy yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and all of those things are important. Um, and I think that so many people, we, we put that on the back burner. And I'm guilty of that, too. And I'm oh, work, yeah. working through my self-care journey right now myself. Um, because if you don't fill yourself up first and you mm-hmm. constantly give to others and constantly drain yourself trying to make other people happy, mm-hmm. There's nothing left for you. Exactly. And you're just running on fumes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was listening to uh, Ra- one of Rachel Hollis's podcasts the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, it wasn't her podcast. It was uh, her documentary, Made for More. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah so, you know, if any of you females out there, you know, want to mm-hmm. watch something that will empower you, Made for More, it's mm-hmm. on um, Amazon Prime, Rachel Hollis. Um, but she talked about the vase and mm-hmm. how... We need to think of ourselves as a vase um, being filled up with water. Mm-hmm. And if you are constantly tipping that vase over to try and give to other people right. 24-7, that vase eventually falls and breaks. Instead, if you have your vase standing tall and strong and you pour into yourself first, right. what happens when the water gets to the top? Mm-hmm. It naturally flows out into the world and to in into other people. Others, yeah. yeah, I thought that was a great analogy. So that's, It is, I can vision that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. totally stolen off of, you know, Rachel Hollis. But, you know, I think what you're doing in creating this community for women mm-hmm. who are like-minded and who have had some struggles, mm-hmm. I think it's important. You know, I think it's good for people to be able to 
quote, find their tribe and find the group that's going to get them. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're all the same Mm -hmm. or that you have the exact same background, you know, but it means that there's an openness there and kind of a safe space. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about how you're doing that, you know, in regards to finding your tribe, creating this community. Well, the support group, uh, Monday Morning Motivation, um, it started with just like a, hey, I'm going to put that on Facebook as an event. But I was so nervous. I was like, oh, what if nobody comes? I'm so embarrassed. But I was like, oh, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just, as part of my self-healing, let's just go out there and take the plunge. And I had eight ladies show up. I was so excited, you know. On your oh first my God, event. My first one. That's awesome. So now it's really growing, and I would like to do a, like a Statesville, like once a month, just to kind of keep it, you know, keep it growing. Um, but the group is so fantastic. They're ladies from um, early 20s to in their 40s, 50s, and it's like, it's such a great community of women who were learning from each other. And it's, you know, I'd always say, like, if a group does not fit you or your tribe is not working for you, then leave and find something that works for you. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just make yourself stuck somewhere. You have to find what works. Right. Um, but these women are just so accepting. And it's not the typical mom's group where, you know, I always felt like I didn't have it together, but everybody else did. And, like, I don't feel good here. But this group, we can either put our heart on the table and cry together or we laugh hysterically or, you know, whatever partakes in the day you never know but um yeah we just I just try to find people who for me who are like sunshine Mm -hmm. and who can kind of just brighten my day and bring out the best of me instead of negativity right well focusing on the positive stuff but also being authentic and that when you are having a bad day yeah we're here you're Mm -hmm. yeah you've got that support network where you can say hey um, I need some help here or, you know, yeah. uh, prayers, positive vibes, you know, mm-hmm. whatever Absolutely. you need. And people usually will respond mm-hmm. when you put it out there that you do need some help and, and some assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Absolutely. is there any like particular story or like big impact moment um, from your support group meetings that, mm. you know, you could think of that, that you want to share? Yeah, we had a recent, um, <clears throat> I developed a five-week uh, journey into developing your story and telling your story because I had a really hard time figuring out how I was going to tell people my story. Like, I didn't want people to know I was suicidal. That's, I don't want anybody knowing that. Um, but I thought it had to be in the story for people to understand and know I'm real. Here I am. Um, so we had a meet um, one day about our you know, our, what we're going to do, how we're going to develop our story. And I, I slightly said about, you know, suicide and that I, you know, I attempted and um, I was talking about, you know, TV shows I've watched that others have attempted. And it's always a trigger for me to see that. And then one of our members spoke about her suicide attempt. And this is a member who had never really said much and came out and said that. Every single lady in that group was crying with her. Mm-hmm. And since then, I feel like the bond that we all have made has been so strong because it's like, hey, we're here for you. Like, it's okay that, you know, this happened to you or you endured this trauma. Like, we're here to hold your hand. And so from that point, it's always been like, hey, sister, how are you? You know, and not like, oh, how's your day? Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. So well, it's it's more deeper level stuff. Oh, it's yeah. not the surface level stuff. Yeah, and it got real deep that day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, people need that. Um, you know, I think a lot of times people are not always ready to go do the counseling or the therapy that mm-hmm. needs to happen. 
And so this is maybe a good starting point for mm-hmm. someone to kind of get, you know, pseudotherapy. I mean, exactly. I mean, by no means is that like expert you no, know, yeah. training or advice. I would or say I am like not that. a licensed counselor. I'm right. just an experiencer of right. things. <laughs> right. And and that's how I, you know, kind of treat this show and, mm-hmm. and me telling my story publicly is like we're just advocates. Yeah, like we've just lived it. You know, we don't have the education or or the background in counseling and Mm -hmm. you know we can't tell you you know how to right live your life or what the right steps are but we can be active listeners and Mm -hmm. and support for people so I think what you're doing is uh, really important and and beneficial Um, you said that self-care is Mm. kind of the thing you're focusing on and the thing that has helped. So mm-hmm. um, are there some mental health or self-care tips that you'd like to share with listeners that maybe they could put into place? Yeah. So, of course, bath. I love my bath time. <laughs> and if you're a mom, you're always like, by the end of the day, you're like, I'm done. I'm so tired. Okay, well, then give yourself that time to rest. Like, my guilty thing is I'll get on my social media and, you know, okay, let me work my Facebook, let me work my blog and such. But it's like, no, take the time to rest. Shut your mind down, read a book, um, watch something on Netflix that is like just mind numbing, hilarious, that you can't even, you know, process anything. Um, But the biggest thing for me, for my personal self-care is just to have the time, Mm -hmm. just to take the time to do what I want to do and to find the woman I am and not, you know, well, what does my husband need or what does my daughter need? It's, no, what do I want to do? Take a bath or just sit in a room and not be bothered. Go to the bathroom alone. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> With children, you can't always go to the bathroom alone. Not really. Yeah. No. I mean, in my case, it's cats running into the oh bathroom, my gosh. which is, you know, I know much, like, much less stressful. Is that my time to do my thing? I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put a lock on the door. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But then they're like knocking the door. I'm like, Okay. Yeah, so when it's like 8 o'clock and it's bedtime, it's time for me to do what I need to do. So do you actually have like a cutoff time for when you move into that self-care routine? Yep, so I told my husband, um, he's kind of like my responsible one. He kind of guides me along on a lot of stuff. And I'm like, okay, make sure I'm off the phone. Bye. Latest 930. Mm -hmm. Latest. Mm -hmm. Because if not, I'll be on there all night long, and then I'm going to just totally forget about him. And that's not fair either. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's like, okay. Like a warning sign, and you know, it's kind of hard to get into that, but I think there's like apps too where it can remind you on your phone if you're on there too long or something like that. So, I just recently heard that. I'm gonna check in, yeah. There are some tracking Mm. apps that are out there. I can't remember the name of it because I actually installed it and then it frustrated me because I'm like, because oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I spent too much time on Stop my phone. Stop reminding me of how much know, I'm here. Too much time in email or, you know, on, oh, yeah. on social media, you know, trying to help other people and, you know, it, it did frustrate me because yeah, I'm absolutely. like, oh gosh, I'm too glued to my phone and I'm not taking uh-huh. the technology free time. And I do think that's a major issue for our society as a oh, whole yeah. today is we're comparing and yeah, all the, the other comparison mess. syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, everyone or not everyone, but most people, you know, put up on social media, all the good stuff. Right. And Never they don't, bad. they don't share the reality <laughs> mm-hmm. of what their life may really be like. Yeah, and right. so then you're like, like you said about the mom's groups, you know, you go to these groups and mm-hmm. you're like, well, everyone else has their stuff together. And what about me? And, mm-hmm. you know, how can you feel good about where you're at if you're constantly 
comparing yourself. Absolutely. That was a big one was compare. And now I might also put myself in other groups, too. So there's a a life group through church uh, with just ladies that have kids. And that I love because, you know, my kid can go play while I enjoy a cup of coffee with other ladies. And then there's another group I attend, too, um, just to to be, you know, find myself in tribes, but yet have my my own tribe, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So that I could just build, build relationships and friendships right. and stuff like that. So. Well, so you have other outlets besides just yeah, the just support group that you're group. leading. Yeah. Because when you are leading a group or, you know, movement or whatever, it, it, that can almost become work. It's very much work, yeah. yes. I mean, we have a, I have an, like a little itinerary where we, you know, we have a game, um, we'll do some free talk, and then we'll have a topic we discuss, and then it's more free talk. So it's, it's work definitely put into it, but it's work well paid, you know, because I'm helping people, and that's what matters. So right, and that's what fills, that's what fills you up. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it gives me massive amounts of fuel. Yeah. Right, but at the same time, you have to take mm-hmm. that time to slow down, decompress, oh, you know, yeah. have your bath time at eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah. and hopefully, your child's not knocking on the door, um, you know, to tell the hubby. <laughs> that's what I'm like. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, can you take care of the kid? Yeah, I need my bath time. <laughs> yeah, so true, so true. So um, with. A Woven Mind, um, and that actually is the support group name. That's Mm -hmm. her blog name. You know, what's kind of your long-term vision for this group? So I really actually did not have much of a vision. I was just kind of like, sweet, let's do a support group. And now my mind is like, let's do this full-fledged. So I would like to do a 501c, you know, open a nonprofit um, for the support group, get more of them out there. And just focus on community work and do some things locally with other women who may be struggling, maybe in, um, you know, certain homes that are that keep them safe mm-hmm. during their hard times. Um, and just make it a big outreach, a big mission. Mm-hmm. Um, I never envisioned this. So when it came to mind, it was like I'm being pushed and led to do this. So I'm just kind of taking the lead and just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. just show me where to go and I'm going to go and do this. And, you know, I'm like, ooh, this might be a lot of work, but, you know... I think it's going to be okay. Yeah, and um, and I think you you don't always have to have everything figured out. Right. You know, right when the idea comes to you. Um, yeah. You know, that's something I've worked through personally because I do have um, long-term visions for, you know, especially female empowerment, mm-hmm. but really in the mental health world, like decreasing the stigma surrounding Absolutely. mental illness um, mm-hmm. and normalizing it for people. So there are conversations yeah. outside of support groups and outside of the treatment mm-hmm. room. So people are not afraid to say, hey, you know, this has impacted me as well right. in my life. Right. I've struggled with this or I still have a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not to give you advice, but it kind of in a way, like, don't worry about trying to yeah. have all the pieces figured out oh good yes right right off the back (laughs) yeah because that can be overwhelming yeah you know and Mm -hmm. if any of you listeners are you know working on things in your life and and it could be anything you know whether it's you know going back to school for a career change Mm -hmm. or you know trying to be a better wife or mom Mm -hmm. or you know whatever it may be just know that you don't have to have it all figured out like you just have to take little baby action steps mm-hmm. most days of the week and you oh know, yeah try that's daily routine yeah yeah <laughs> daily fall into place and mm-hmm. and and good. kind of tracking those things too um mm-hmm. i know for me personally 
I, you know, do goal setting almost every day and oh, try, yeah. to, try to prioritize mm-hmm. tasks and like what needs to get done oh, yeah. today and what's going to make the most impact. Mm-hmm. Am I perfect with it? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You know, do we still have bad days? Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That's part of being human. And we learn and then we incorporate that somewhere in our lessons and move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what I really think is important that, that you said today is that self-care piece. So, yeah, it's you know, important. F- figuring out, you know, what what is going to fill you up mm-hmm. and allow you to achieve the things you want to achieve in mm-hmm. life without draining you mm-hmm. and, and having you run on fumes all the time. Um, you know, how can you be that vase standing tall with mm-hmm. the water f- overflowing from mm-hmm. it versus tipping it over um, into everyone else all the right. time? You know, I think. Or I imagine a lot of moms and dads, too, struggle with that. You know, you're just constantly giving um, to others Mm 24-7. And you really do have to take a step back and say, okay, what do I need? Right. And it's not selfish to do that. You know, what you said about the stigma, too, is a lot of times you have, like, friends that I had in the past that, oh, you know, you have postpartum depression. They don't come around. I had one best friend who was there all the time, and she's my best friend today. But I'm building friendships now, people that understand that, hey, if I'm having a day of like anxiety and I really just want to stay home, they understand. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's really important, too, is having your relationships understand that if you say no to something, it's not because you're just being mean. It's just because you need that time for you. Right. You know, and Well, it's, it's the boundary setting. Mm-hmm. You know, figuring out if I say yes to this. How is that going to make mm-hmm. me feel? Yeah. Am I going to be triggered? You know, is there going to be anxiety mm-hmm. surrounding the yes? Right. And if there is, then you have to learn to say no. Yeah. And that's really hard. It is hard. Boundaries are, that was a real tough one for me in therapy was having boundaries. That was always like, yes, 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 yes. And then there was no more of me. Mm-hmm. And you lose so. yourself in mm-hmm. all the yeses. So mm-hmm. you do have to learn to say no and you know, really look at almost every single, you know, a quote, obligation or mm-hmm. every single thing you agree to, social, you know, things too. You know, yeah. you, you can't just constantly go, 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 go. Like right. you, you have to have that bath time. <laughs> yes. Or private bath time <laughs> yes. and potty time and yes. everything else that no one will bother you with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, if listeners want to connect with you, um, what's the best way to do that? Um, so they can just visit www.awovenmind.com. And you'll get my social media links there and podcasts and all that. So. Okay. So awovenmind.com, you know, and I really think we were meant to kind of meet each other in the, oh, lo- yeah. in the lobby that day. Definitely. Um, you know, it's funny how sometimes, you know, the universe God puts people in your path. Oh, yeah. Um, and things just kind of happen. But I, I want to congratulate you for, you know, in such a short period of time. You know, oh. April to now. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, like, that's a big shift that you've made yeah. in your life. And, you know, I think that gives others hope that they can shift, too. So, yeah. you know, keep doing what you're doing. And, and thank you so much for, you know, being brave to share your story 
and to really empower other people to to do the same. So well, thank, thank you. you, you too, because you now you have this radio show and you can help others do that. So it's that's some empowerment there too. Yep. It's fantastic. So that's that's what we're all about here. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you would like a weekly text message with show replay links and guest contact information like Michelle's, text the word radio to five six two seven four. And next week I will be interviewing Mamie Neely. She is a mental health advocate, um, and she has struggled with Crohn's disease for most of her life um, so she's going to share her story um, and sh- you know she's another brave individual mm. who I'm excited to interview yeah I'm excited to hear that yeah really. it'll be good and then old show episodes can be streamed online anytime at wsicweb.com forward slash serenity now uh, or I have a Spotify channel so just search serenity now holistic approaches to health and happiness under podcasts on Spotify you can also follow me on social media where I share my personal mental health journey and self-care tips just like Michelle does Um, just search for Daniel's pieces on Instagram and Facebook that's pieces like puzzle pieces and today's show has been brought to you by serenity now massage therapy in Cornelius where you can get a great massage and find serenity now so if you'd like to book a session with us just go to serenitynowcornelius.com and everyone remember as we go about our weeks let's do our best to be good humans and spread some positivity out there let's make some people smile thanks so much and we'll see you next week you've been listening to serenity now holistic approaches to health and happiness presented by serenity now massage therapy on west catawba avenue in cornelius visit serenitynowcornelius.com Listen on demand to past shows at wsicweb.com slash serenity now. Please, please.